I need everyone to stop what they're doing right now and go read. It's literally two pages. Go read A Letter to America. And please come back here and just let me know what you think. Because I feel like I'm going through like an existential crisis right now. And a lot of people are. So I just need someone else to be feeling this too. This has left me very disillusioned. And I feel the same exact way I felt when I was deconstructing Christianity. I feel uh, a little bit just confused. Like I have entered into another timeline. What is this? And yeah, so go read it. In reading the letter, I could only think of this tweet that I saw the other day. Under settler colonialism, any kind of resistance is branded as terrorist because the only acceptable violence is violence by the occupier. Yep, that is uh, well, the millennials reacting to the latest TikTok trend, which has millions of, let's say the younger side of the millennials. I don't, I don't want to um, say it's all of them because it's not, but millions of them, certainly. Reading this 21-year-old letter written by Osama bin Laden after he brought down the World Trade Centers hit the Pentagon and killed thousands of people, including many Canadians. But the Guardian released that letter, but didn't bother to say, by the way, this is an old letter or give any context. So millennials rush over to TikTok to share this letter to America that bin Laden wrote. And they are just eating up bin Laden's justification for murdering all these people. Right. And so I mean, take a look. Take a listen. Reading this letter, it becomes apparent to me that the actions of 9-11 and those acts committed against the USA and its people were all just the buildup of our government failing other nations. Mm. There you go. Answers everything. Aye. So the Guardian takes this paper down and apologizes, saying, well, we should have probably put a bit of context there. Well, you know, great. Too little, too late. We've got a big generation of historically illiterate, you know, younger people who see this stuff as gospel and see the 9-11 mastermind as, as the way they see Hamas. Just resistors fighting the fight, the underdog, misunderstood. And they truly now believe that Jews and Americans have fueled all the wars, killing their people and, and stealing their land. And so... Now we're in a period of this craziness where Osama bin Laden is just a misunderstood guy. He was just doing the right thing, right? Yeah. Marcus Kolga, director of Disinfo Watch, senior fellow at the McDonald Laurier Institute, joining us now. And I guess we have to add, you are also on the top 50 list of influential Torontonians as of today. So congratulations. Yeah, embarrassing, but uh, yes, thank you. I appreciate it. I got to be honest. I was I was seeing the list of people. I'm like, wow, they got Marcus? Because yeah. at least I know they're listening to the disinfo. That, that's a good sign, right? That well, yeah, no, and that's, that's a good point. And hopefully, you know, the work that we are doing, you know, our interviews over the years, maybe they're having a little bit of an impact and making people – you know, uh, you know, especially those that might be influenced by this uh, Osama bin Laden letter, making them, uh, you know, think twice before uh, before they believe it, and most importantly, before they start amplifying it like this on on social media. So yeah, I mean, it's it's nice to be uh, recognized like this, I, but I do hope that it's, that it actually represents some sort of impact that uh, our work is having. Yeah, there you go. I'm not on the list, albeit 
I'm not really holding my breast on, breath either, or, or my breasts. Uh, but you know, here we are. Um, <laughs> I don't know how that came up. Uh, let, let's talk about this though, because I had to read the article a couple of times ago. It's like this, this, this cannot be a thing. Like it cannot be a thing, and, and apparently it's a thing, and, and it's even on TMZ now. So this thing's gone viral, and and it's just fueling all this misinformation. Yeah, it's. Um... You know, I saw the uh, the first reports about it in some of those TikTok videos yesterday. I was, I was just flying back from uh, from the Baltic region uh, after a week of, of talking about uh, disinformation over there. And, you know, I mean, it's just it truly is mind blowing. Um, the fact that you have here um, a mass murdering terrorist whose you know, primary motivation in life was to promote hate and genocide um, and. Uh, Oops, did we lose you? I think we uh, hold on. I think the uh, the the watchers of of Kolga have taken him down. We'll try to get him back on uh, on online. Just so you know, in case you don't know, Marcus, I've had him on for, for years. But part of the thing that he does is is look for disinformation. And of course, when Arrow Tools campaign was uh, being watched and interfered with by China, uh, he was the entity. It was Disinfo Watch that actually reported the kinds of um, threats and tools that were used to create the damage and the misinformation. All right, you're back with us, Marcus. I'm back. That's yeah, right. sorry. So, no, I mean, it's... Is it your it agent really... on the other line? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, no, it was, I mean, it was just mind-blowing seeing this, uh, this problem. But, you know, you hit on a point in the introduction, and it's it's a question about context. And... You know, I think that there are a, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands, not millions of people who, if you if you present this sort of information without proper historical context, um, then all of this gets misunderstood. And, you know, this this justification of bin Laden's terror uh, on 9-11, um, the things that he says here, uh, you know, the, the deeply, viciously anti-Semitic, um, you know, accusations that he makes, the promoting of 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 violence towards um, Jews and Israelis, um, all of that is completely taken uh, out of context. And I, I think this is a real problem. And it's, it's not just this letter, but I think with, you know, uh, Russian disinformation, when they present these very anti, anti-Western narratives, anti-Ukrainian narratives, um, without proper context, without understanding why um, someone like the Russian government would be advancing these sorts of narratives, how it might be in their interest to uh, promote hate towards the Western world against uh, NATO, doubts against NATO and, and hate towards Ukrainians. Without that context, I mean, um, we're in real trouble. And, uh, you know, you said earlier that, you know, we, we have generations that just haven't learned their history. This is one of the things. This is one one of the reasons why um, these sorts of narratives, unfortunately, are able to run around so rampantly in our information space uh, today. So, yeah, I, it's it's just really, I mean, it's mind-boggling that this letter made it out there that it's being shared so widely. But unfortunately, it's not surprising. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, but but it, but it has to be dealt with. Um, you know, TikTok's owned and operated and manipulated by our biggest geopolitical threat. And so yeah. the question then becomes, because, you know, I'm freedom of speech, many yeah. are, but at what point if the government's banning it off their phones and we know that it is being used to manipulate and, and see disinformation and chaos and that, why, why, why isn't it being banned? Uh, well, I, that's a good question, you know, uh, but there, there is this debate that's happening. You know, how much do we regulate these 
social media platforms? Do we regulate the speech that's being promoted on them? You know, I think the Well, maybe we have to get back to basics and just say, well, if China's not using it, neither do we. Yeah. Right? (laughs) If they're not using it, why would we? Right. You're absolutely right. And I agree with you with um, in terms of just TikTok itself. And I don't think that's the only platform where this information is being shared. No, of course not, but it's a big one. You know, and I'm sure it's being uh, moved around on on Facebook and other platforms as well, Telegram. But um, but you're absolutely right. I mean, with with a, with a platform like TikTok or any others that are controlled by um, uh, whether it's corporations or individuals that are uh, you know linked to foreign authoritarian regimes. Yeah, I mean, there should be sort of a blanket ban. We've done it with RT in this country with the Russian uh, state media network. Uh, we haven't done it for some reason with Chinese state media. But uh, that should also be applied to their uh, social media platforms and the platforms that are owned by them. And the Europeans do this very well, in fact. Mm-hmm. Um, they have uh, legislation out there that requires social media companies to regulate the information that's being spread there. If there's disinformation, like what we're seeing right now on TikTok, yeah. if that's being shared on those platforms, they need to take it down within a certain time frame or else they face fines. And what we've seen is that it works. And a lot of these platforms are now uh, are beefing up their policing efforts to clean up their own platforms, especially a site like uh, Facebook, which has taken down um, you know, uh, t- uh, thousands of, of uh, different pages and groups that are, uh, that are promoting this sort of information. So, you know, maybe we could look to the Europeans or maybe we could just rely on the Europeans to do this uh, for us. And I should also say that what uh, the Europeans have done is completely, completely blocked off uh, RT from Twitter, from Facebook, yeah. all social media. And yeah. so, you know, TikTok should really be included in that group. 100%. Well, stay tuned. Who knows what tomorrow will bring? I guess yeah. Hitler will be the new hero tomorrow. He was missing. Oh, that's already, too, that's right? already happened on social media, unfortunately. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. All right. Thanks, Marcus. We'll chat again. Anytime. Thanks for me on. Here's Marcus Cole joining us. And yes, number 50 on the least, uh, the list of uh, most influential. And I do hope it is for the reasons, as he mentioned, that people are, you know, tuning in, that there's a lot of misinformation. A lot of it's sowed by Russia and China and our enemies because they like the chaos.